0: You've been listening to the audio-described film Zagidwin, created and produced by Denise Balduc. We've been incredibly fortunate to be able to hear from Denise, as well as from Brian Solomon, who played Crow. We're about to hear from Candace Scott Moore, one of the film's producers. After introducing herself, she'll tell us about several images that appear prominently in the film. We asked Candace to speak about the meaning of jingle dancers, the four-color wheel, and the use of tobacco. Here's what she had to say.
1: Bagoni Gija Kwe Kikunong Minwa Nindonjaba. Anishnabe Hi, I am Candace Scott Moore. Um I am hole in the sky woman. And I am from the Chippewas of Kettle and Stony Point First Nation. I am an Anishinaabe woman and I am from the Sucker Clan. I have been a producer on Zagiduin, working alongside the fantastic Denise Bulduk, creative producer and director. And uh, today I'd like to share some significant moments of this film with you. Jingle dress dancers are the healers. They are healing dancers. They are known as the medicine dancers. When you see these dancers and they are shuffling their feet, their feet are gently healing getting that healing energy from mother earth as they're dancing and they're praying it's a prayer dance they're praying for the healing of mother earth they're praying for the healing of our water for our people for all of life's creations and in this in particular film Zigiwin these jingle dress dancers when they're dancing they're putting those those good energies that healing and and you'll see, you'll, their arms will be raised. When their arms are raised up, those are the honor beats. They are honoring the land in which we live. They are honoring the waters that that give us life. They're honoring our love within each other, and just bringing all of that passion to us, to the land, to the earth, to everything that needs healing around us. Before we started filming, we did a little a little gathering. We we talked about why is it important why do we need them to dance right now in particular why is it important that that we carry this this message within our our hearts and so everybody danced with that collective thought of love love zagitwin bringing that to all of us so these jingle dress dancers our medicine dancers our healers this is, this is why we needed the jingle dress dance. In particular, on the island of Toronto, when, when you see the trickster and the trickster makes that move to the island, that historically was a gathering place for healing. So having the medicine dancers dance for the people on the island That is just, that there, that is the Gituin, that is love, that is the way in which we love each other. The four color wheel, also known as the medicine wheel. The medicine wheel is a way that we look at our lives, our lives, uh, the life around us. So what I have always grown with knowing the four color wheel um, is the colors red, yellow, black, and white. Within these colors, you take it and you, you they're equally distributed between who we are and what makes us up as a person. Are we looking after ourselves spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally? All of these make up a whole in who we are and, and taking care of ourselves. And sometimes a little might be, you know, we might be needing more physical help or more mental help or, you know, but it it, it really does. It makes up, you know, and it's a good way to evaluate your life and um but it's all about balance balance harmony unity um we also have teachings too within the within the medicine wheel of our four sacred medicines the four sacred medicines that help us through our lives and every single one of those medicines have uh very significant healing properties and values um we also look at the the four color wheel in in the uh The four directions northeast south and west we can look at it in the the sense of uh the stages of life from the birth of a child through your adolescence into your adulthood into your your the elders so it's like you know when we look at that that four directions those four direction wheel the four color wheel the medicine wheel uh the stages of life there's you know there's so many teachings within that four direction wheel that you know, we can, I can talk to you all day about it, you know, but I just wanted to, to say like, this is a, a big part of who we are and the lessons that we have in life. So of course it's important to have that as a part of Zagituin because that's, this is when we think of Zagituin in the way that we love each other, we look at the four direction wheel as a way of, of how are we looking at our, our world perspective, our, the perspective within ourselves and are we balanced? and to have those jingle dress dancers around the medicine wheel that is just like a, a whole other level of of love at the end of the film you'll see trickster placing tobacco into the water this moment is such an incredible powerful moment for our our anishinaabe people when when we use tobacco which is one of the original gifts from the creator as a way of, of communication, a way to pray. We hold that tobacco within our our left hand because it's closest to our heart. And we put all of our thoughts, all of our energies, our prayers into that tobacco while, while we're holding it. At this point in the film, when the trickster is is taking in his journey of what he had just experienced, he's taking that and he's giving his blessings, his gratitude, his thankfulness, And saying, you know, it's a way of of, of saying, you know, thank you to our water, that that life provider. Thank you for everything that has happened today. You know, the, the the journey that we had been on. And you 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 put that water that tobacco down into the water and it's almost like you are you're you're helping to heal the waters that way. So when you see Trickster at the end of the film, it, that's that's what's happening there, is is that, that gratitude.
2: Now, this film has a very rich and compelling soundscape or soundtrack. We asked Denise how this aspect of the film came together for her. Well, it's more like I've envisioned and heard in my thoughts components to carry the story, not so much a soundscape um, per se, So for me, it was crucial we start with the land and we end with the land, our being on the land, I should say. And so the land, to me, has its own beat, its own heartbeat. So we begin with a drum beat and end with a drum beat. We, you know, there's, I heard language in here and that is spoken by Marie Gaudette and she offers a prayer at the beginning in Anishinaabe Moen uh, and then sings a beautiful song. Another key component were the lyrics from legendary Mi'kmaq artist the late Willie Dunn uh, titled Oh Canada, which is not like the anthem. It's more like, Oh Canada, what have you done? So that gives some context and then that flows into a very popular iconic song from the civil rights movement, which of course is relevant to today's issues and then becomes the bridge towards the prayer, the finale prayer and dance of healing and vocables by Isaiah Keda, which pulls everything back to that centerpiece song and pays homage to Mother, Mother Earth.
0: An integral part of the film is the role of Crow, or Crow-human. We asked Brian Solomon to explain how, as a dancer and actor, he approached portraying the prominent indigenous figure of Nanabozo, or Trickster, who transforms back and forth from human to Crow. I think, uh... I am imagining uh, a partially transformed body, a body that's related to humans as a, as a mystical creature like Nana Bojo is, and uh, a body that's related to all the other um, sisters and brothers on the planet, the, the animal um, sisters and brothers and... Um, and all the other uh, animal and plant beings, it's like um, we have a bit of that connection in us. You know, and in many ways, uh, we know we share cells. There's parts of our evolution that um, can relate, and if not relate, inform each other. And there's many realities we share with something like uh, a crow. You know, we're breathing the same air. We're taking in the same light particles in our eyes. Um, we're eating similar proteins. And our heart and our fascination can be um, the same. That's certainly something I'm trying to play with, with uh, um, the crow aspect of, of Nanobojo. Um Crows are playful. They're mischievous. They, they're attracted to shiny things. In reality, as, uh, as myself, as a human, I, I have a lot of those qualities as well. So um, it's a great fit. So when I feel those wings, I imagine the parts of me that are related to a um, to bird and how it must feel. And I'm not imagining something foreign. I'm imagining um, an expansion of, of my spirit and, and what that must be. And I think we all kind of feel that when we look at something um, like a crow, which is why a crow will show up in so many different uh, traditions and stories.
2: From all we've heard so far, it's really clear that everyone who worked on the film feels an emotional connection to the film and its importance. We asked Brian to give his insights and his own reaction on Crow's reaction to The City.
0: Well, um, Nana Bojo, uh, as they enter the city, um, uh, I think they're quite excited. You know, um, the film starts with them, um, on the bluffs, uh, in nature, something quite familiar, uh, to them, nature with humans, you know, from an earlier time, which is, is rooted in our stories, but then, you know we don't have stories of of uh, nanabojo entering um the city in uh in a contemporary way so i think that part of nanabojo that's the crow that likes shiny things that is um is attracted by odd things and excitement i think is um uh yeah quite excited um by all of this activity that they first see when they land uh, on the shores in the city. I think, um, what we filmed, uh, it becomes implied that, um, they've had, uh, quite a time in the city, maybe eating weird things, seeing, um, uh, things that might be disturbing to, um, you know, this, uh, this sacred, uh, entity, things that, um, might, uh, be maybe, um, Uh, hard for uh Nana Bojo to to stomach so I think they become quite um quite tired and a little bit um disheartened of course um that all turns around as every Nana Bojo story does when they find the upside of the city which is uh the union of people the mixing of cultures the manifestation of cultures in, um, in art and in music. And this, um, this ends with a note with, uh, Nana Bojo as Crow feeling very uplifted and very hopeful about the state of, um, the city and the state of, uh, humans. Yeah. Thank you. Miigwech.
2: Now, Denise Bulduk is a very busy woman, as well as being a creator-director and creative producer of Zagituin, she's also the creative director and curator of J. Saul's installation entitled Built on Genocide.